It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome once again to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. That's old Bachman Turner Overdrive. Thank you. Come Taking and see the show. Taking care of business, that, baby. That's exactly the same band. That's yep. exactly right. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based upon the book, which is available in hardcover, paperback, and even audio book now. We're already to episode number 45, and you've noted Pedro Martinez as the four or five that comes to your mind, Steve Nittleberg. As you know, I do not do this. That is our, Oh, that's our on Ken Levicka? Ken. Ken does that. I did not know I that. I think he's done a fine job doing well, it. Why am I just learning this now? Did almost, Ken this on you? Almost as fine as that pair of legs. Yeah. I mean, that Ken is... Ken Levicka's legs? Unreal. Yeah. It looked like Rosie O'Donnell at softball practice. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Levicka produces this podcast. He is the voice of FAU football as well basketball, and uh, they had their win for the season on Sunday. So congratulations, uh, FAU, on the win, meaning that's the only game they'll probably win this year. Hey, it was a memorable win over in-state foe UCF, so it works. Already to 45 episodes of this podcast. People listen, they click, they read, they watch, they come see you speak, they come to the boot camps, and uh, you always talk, Steve, about how you are social by nature because networking is one letter away from not working. If you swap out the E for an O, you ain't working. And that's why you like to go to happy hour. And that's why you like to sit in the bar area. And you like to talk to strangers because strangers become friends. And sometimes friends become business associates. So this story is really fantastic. So I I happen to be in Miami probably about four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. I've been living in Palm Beach for almost three years now. Mm -hmm. I take the train down. I spend the day doing some business in Miami. I catch the last train out of Miami. Yep. Get on the train, sit down, and who do I sit down next to? A guy that's our guest today. I look at him and I go, you look familiar. Do you live in my building? <laughs> you guys are neighbors. <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. As we, it turns out, you guys lived in the exact same building. In the exact same building. building yep. Started a conversation. What do you do? I'm not going to steal his thunder because mm-hmm. I love raw entrepreneurial stories and alex's story is as good as it gets he is the co-founder of monkey in paradise the lifestyle brand the vodka of course and he's a buddy of mine also so we're it's the old school staten island amongst friends today so i'm going to say, say one more thing and i'm going to let you guys dive alex in. Calton, yes but, but the, the the way that the opportunity you know sort of presented itself is a lesson for salespeople. i listened to his story it was <laughs> fantastic and i asked, simply asked how can i help and he gave me his pain points. I was able to do two things. I'm in the process of doing others. But, you know, when you listen and you're, you know, capable of doing good things together, next thing you know, I'm drinking monkey in paradise. And, and the rest is love and life. But the story is so great. So, Alex, I, I want you guys to just jump in and let him tell his. Alex Cowton, co-founder, Monkey in Paradise Vodka. Listen, you and I met in the very early stages of the brand. And we sat down and talked about the brand because these days, as we know, it's all about packaging. It's all about separating yourself, getting attention, getting eyeballs, but also having some kind of a message. It's a very crowded landscape in vodka. It's a fast-growing segment, meaning less people are drinking beers and wine coolers and such, and instead they're drinking 
vodkas. Your vodka plan came about because you guys literally were being social. You weren't trying to invent a new brand. Instead, you were just going out with markers on your cups. Explain. Yeah, so our brand started by mistake. It started with little plastic monkeys, and I actually have a couple so people can see them. People remember the little plastic monkeys from, you know, they used to be in the, you know, in the, in the 70s and 80s. They'd be with the little paper umbrellas for tropical drinks at the, at the restaurants your parents went to, whatnot. So they hang off the side of the glass, and you'd always see them as a little kid, and you're like, oh, if Dad ordered a Harvey Wallbanger, there'd be a strawberry atta- a, a cherry attached to that. Harvey Wallbanger. would be hanging off the side of uh, Dad's Harvey Wallbanger. It's 1979. So you guys would put these on your, your uh, roadies. Yeah, exactly. Pre-game. But we, we did it so we'd know whose drinks were whose. So each, each person had a color that identified their cocktail. Now, how many guys are we talking about that would pregame uh, you know, in, in your building? We're talking five or six people okay. that would be over at my place because I live right downtown West Palm. And you're drinking somebody else's vodka. You're drinking somebody else's brands. And what you're doing is you're pregaming Red Solo Cups. And then you're going to walk downtown with an open container because you have no respect for the law. Thank you very much, myself included. And uh, and and this oh, that's a law. <laughs> it, it is in West Palm Beach. It is in West Palm Beach. Oh really? Whoops. So so so, so your uh, violation, your complete and utter disregard for the law and uh, in, in civility. Well, hold on. A lot of times we didn't bring those road sodas with us, but we brought the cocktail markers. So once we ordered a cocktail at, at the bar, you know, we, 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 we could, we could put our marker yeah. onto the drinks when we were there right, right. so we didn't mix them up, just like my do you condo. Remember, do you remember when I ran into you on Friday night? Do you remember I had a big styrofoam cup? I do, and I was yeah. drinking my cocktails out of that? Yeah. Well, that started because that was a roadie that I was drinking on my lift ride from my building on to, to where I saw you. I thought it was because you didn't want to buy drinks at the bar. No, no, no. You just use a styrofoam so your ice never melts. And then you know it's your cup. And it doesn't perspire. And you take it place to place. And you can fit two in there at the same time. That's a good solution, too, yeah. unless you have two or three people. Yeah. Also, it's environmentally conscious. You don't have to go through uh, throwing away plastics and stuff. Which, when you're drinking vodka, you're definitely thinking environmentally well, I am. conscious. Yeah, also. I mean, I am. I'll, I'll take that styrofoam cup to, to a concert, and I'll be there from 6 p.m. until, you know, midnight. And I just keep using the same styrofoam to can be a little bit of a conservationist. I bring actually the styrofoam home with me. Yeah, but I didn't know styrofoam was environmentally it is. friendly. It is now. Yeah, it is now. It didn't used to be. The way that it was produced in the 70s, it so, certainly so wasn't. So tell us how it turned into a brand, because you were just... Using the monkeys, right? That yeah, is- so these monkeys came out to bars and restaurants with us, and people would naturally ask, what is that? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? How do I get one? Exactly. It, it's, it's a little bit of a peacock effect. Yeah, so it was uh, an icebreaker, mm-hmm. especially for antisocial people. Mm-hmm. And I just gave these monkeys out because people kept asking for them, and I saw people having a better social experience, and that makes me happy. I like you like See, inclusion. I, you like bringing people together. Exactly. Which at the point had nothing to do with vodka. Nothing to do. Nothing with it. whatsoever. Right. It, it, and just the opposite. I always said I would never get involved in a spirits company because it's so challenging. Oh, mm-hmm. so hard to, to get any market share. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a crowded space. Yes. There's easier ways, I would imagine. But then again, if it's easy, anybody could do it, and we're not anybody. That's why we're on this room together. So it went from I got a little plastic monkey hanging off the side of my glass like Dad's Harvey Wallbanger, circa 1978. And now girls are coming over going, oh, that's so cute. How do I get one? And you realize, hey, wait a minute, there's something here. But when does that turn into the idea where, hold on a second, there is an opportunity in the crowded landscape of spirits, let alone that of vodka? Well, the important transition step was I got sick of people sending me pictures of the monkeys. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to start social media accounts, Facebook and Instagram, 
It's a plastic monkey. We live in paradise. So it's the monkey in paradise, Instagram and Facebook. Then people create the content for me. I posted pictures, mm-hmm. and it began began getting popular. And pretty and girls traction. on boats. I remember a lot of pretty girls. I remember a lot of boats. I remember some exotic cars. Sure, yeah. So and, and planes and... Later on, yes. Yeah. So it started off with these exciting pictures and gained followers, and it got up to about 15,000 followers. Mm-hmm. At that point, with 15,000 cumulative followers, I saw it's now a marketing platform of some sort and a real social movement. So that's the point where I knew that we could do something with branding or selling, and I did research to, to decide on what, what that should be. And, and let's talk about the uh, movement for a second, because when you and I met, you, you were taught, and I love the concept of, hey, if you see the monkey on my glass, come on over and talk to me. I got one for you, too. If you're visiting from out of town, if you're out by yourself, if it's just you and a buddy and it looks good over there, uh, come join us. You, you told me that the monkey on the side of the glass meant, hey, Come on over and let's all get social together. Correct. But, but remember, we, we, you and I discussed there are challenges because some of the social media, a lot of it was indicating exotic cars yeah. and private jets of and course. a lifestyle that a lot of folks would be intimidated by. So you're, you're almost missing the message of what it is it's supposed to be. And then you've got to make a tough decision, don't you? Well, that was definitely an initial mistake, focusing on, on those types of pictures to get likes on social media. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was not really where you wanted to be, but that's where I found myself in a lot of situations, be, being around the cars, the parties. So I was able... Well, you, you are a driver. You are a pilot. I mean, those are things that you know how to do, right. which I think makes you an interesting character as well. Forget about the monkeys. All of a sudden, it's you and the monkeys are in this platform. So at least that, from my perspective, that's you know was a takeaway that... You know, at that point, you really can market something. Yeah. So, but but to Josh's point, a lot of people aren't into the high end cars or well, airplanes. Not, it's not that they're not into it. It doesn't feel inclusive. I was going to say, yeah, right, it's not. It's not that they're it, not right. into it. Listen, it's like seeing a unicorn or a UFO. I think everybody would like to, but they don't feel like, well, I can go over there because I'm socially awkward because I don't necessarily fit in because I don't have friends with planes and speedboats. So it's one or the other. Because if it's going to be about inclusion and about, hey, if you see the MIP monkey on the glass, come on over. I got one for you, too. Let's all get social together. And that's when you made really a shift in the dynamic. And it was a paradigm shift overall for what the brand was going to be. Exactly, because that was who we actually were. And we need to do a better job showing it. So we, we made that shift for sure. So the idea was, hey, uh, just a few of us going out pre-gaming and we got these plastic monkeys on so we know whose drink is who. And then it was, hey, these girls are coming over and people want one. So now we're bringing attention upon ourselves. Now the party's getting bigger. And then it turns into, you know what? Let's build a vodka brand. How? Well, the reason being was I researched spirits and saw how boring the brands were. And most people were speaking to the age 40 and above drinker Mm -hmm. and trying just to sell how premium they are and justify their price point. So I saw the void in speaking to maybe the millennial generation, having a really good product, but having a lifestyle and fun behind it. Mm-hmm. And nobody was doing that. So I, I saw that's a really big void. And we were already doing that on the social media by mistake. We we're speaking to that demographic. We what had do you mean the, by we, mistake? What do you mean by you're doing that by mistake? Well, we started the, the Monkey in Paradise social media by mistake right. and, and ended up speaking to that demographic right. 
that was kind of left out. And I saw that we could make spirits fun again instead of just this boring, let's go premiumize and speak to the Which H- H-40 now people. Regardless of what business you decide to get into or what you decide to do for a living, somebody has that initial vision and then the passion to carry it out. And to this day, this guy's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen in my life. He's I mean, a hustler. Between, he's a hustler. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you know what? I talk about this. There's no substitute for the work. He created something. There's no shortcuts to success. No, he saw There's the no vision. no shortcuts to greatness. He saw the vision. Now he has a, a, a tremendous tribe of people that are pushing him forward. He's added the right resources. But the idea is that he is the leader of the pack, and that's what I admire mm-hmm. so much. Social media, whether it's by accident or not, I don't think really matters. It is. You look right. at something that's happening, a trend, match it with the spirits that he did the research, and then for the first couple of years, you're the driving force behind the whole thing. There's really no, you have no, you know, history in the in the spirits business. No, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I just learned it on the fly. I, I started the social media, and one of my friends liked the whole monkey concept, and mm-hmm. he, he said, "Let's make these monkeys, and maybe we'll sell them." And it'll be a symbol of being fun and an icebreaker. So that was our initial idea. And then we did some research together and found the void in the spirits industry. And Frank and I decided that we are going to make our own vodka and do a proof of concept here in Palm Beach County and see if it works. We think it's going to. And the vodka is made here. Yeah, it's distilled by Citrus Distillers who was actually a business partner of ours here at our studios at ESPN West Palm. And I've endorsed that brand as well. It's not in your bathtub? That's a different... I don't uh, make vodka. No, I I make my meth. The the meth that I make is at home in the bathtub. There's something going on in there. Of course there is. It's not bathing, I can tell you that much. Alex Cowton, co-founder, Monkey in Paradise, tapping into... Look, you're a guy in your early mid-30s. You're tapping into millennials. You fit into that generation, that demographic, and you recognize the power of social media. Steve's over here all the time, LinkedIn. A lot of his guests and associates and LinkedIn, and they're talking about, you know, the business folk and connecting that way and whatnot. And you have realized that what people like in that millennial group is having their photos liked, being tagged in things, growing their own follower base because they like attention and affirmation and validation. And what you guys really did, and I'll try to preach this to others, is let others be your ambassadors on your behalf. You had the pretty girls and the Lamborghini owners and the private jet guys all attaching themselves to your brand, and they've all got their own audiences. So now you've began this organic super spreader viral sensation where everybody wants to be included. They're doing the heavy lifting for you. Yeah, correct. And that, that's how it started, by getting these different groups of people and their followers to get involved in the brand. And now as the brand's matured, it's been more about finding your own paradise. Mm -hmm. What makes you happy? Maybe it's not a a, a car. Maybe it's being home with your family for movie night and having a a cocktail. Maybe it's ice fishing. So everybody's different. What's your paradise? What's an interesting takeaway? Ice fishing, for for the record, ice fishing sounds terrible. Yeah. Is is there ice fishing in West Palm Beach? No, but even in Minnesota, like he says, well, your paradise is, I just want to go on the record by saying, uh, if anyone wants to invite me to ice fishing, don't do that. One of the it sounds inter- terrible. One of the interesting takeaways was that I had seen the brand out and at you know at a bar. And you got your curiosity, and it was fun. I saw people having fun, and so the real common denominator is 
if you see people having fun, you want to instantly know what's going on or mm-hmm. find a way, oh, wow, that sounds, that looks well, well, like well, fun. Well, let me ask you, what separates a good bar from a bad bar? Because um, they both sell the same damn stuff. Yeah. So what separates? So for me, it's an energy. You know, Correct. I'm I'm connected to right. a pulse, a vibe, uh, you and know, wh- that song, Good Vibrations. And where does that vibe come from? It comes um, from the people. It comes from the people. And so, and, right. and this is, the I think, the major takeaway for me, you know, with, with watching him is that he invested himself and a group of people who were provide, who were helping him put on these events, who were pushing people to have fun. Hey, come on, try they this. They wanted to be a this. part of the party. They wanted to be the You know, there's no substitute for that. The, everything has a groundswell. He created the groundswell and now continues to do it. I mean, were you on the road for a month? You were in Texas and Georgia? And- yeah, I've been traveling 70% of the time. So tomorrow I go to Key West. Mm-hmm. Don't even know how long I'm staying. Right. So, so we'll see. Yeah, but you always find a, like you, you, you always find a ride home, as I call it. You always just find a way, either into the party, onto the plane, onto the boat. You're fascinating in that way that you are nomadic by spirit. You were never met. Alex was never born to work nine to five with a set itinerary of here's what to accomplish today in an office. When I say Shirt that, when I say, never, when no I say way. that, you shudder. No when I say that, you shudder. I, I just couldn't do it. Steve, you shudder. I used to for a little bit. And you know what? The passion wasn't there. That, mm-hmm. That's the difference. Now, the passion's here. So it's from morning till night because it's what I enjoy. I've put my hobbies and interests into it as the marketing. It's all one. Now, Steve, you're uh, clapping. Why? Why are you clapping? Because I think... Did the plane land successfully? I, 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 think, <laughs> I, I think that's where people go wrong and they get pushed into something that they're not happy about. They got to do it. They spend more time doing that than they do with their families and stuff like that. Sure. That's how people get sick. And so people are... That stress comes from... Well, I don't. I got to get up on Monday morning. That's Sunday night. Sunday syndrome. Yeah, they call you know, it like, Sunday scares. Oh shit! I got to go do this. When you're when you align what you love to do with how you make a living, th- there is really no se- separation. People say, "My God, Steve, you travel. You do all this stuff all the time. You never stop." It's charity season now. We're busy running and doing. I love it. Do what you love and love what you do. And yeah, they're different. And if you're not doing something that you're passionate about or that you love. You are wasting your life because half of your waking, there's 24 hours in a day. Eight of those hours are sleeping. That means 16's left. And half of the 16 Crazy, is going to be at work. Right. And that a damn well better be something that you enjoy because if it's not, you're wasting your life. So why don't you uh, unveil the bottle for us? For those that are watching on Facebook Live, let's see it. Okay. Let's do a shot. <laughs> I'm going I'm to describe for those that are, that are listening to the podcast. Uh, Alex has brought a, um, a steel uh, it's like a, it's like a roadie case. James it's a briefcase, but, it, but, it, but it's a very James Bond right. or or uh, technology based case. And he's opening the case, and inside is a fitted foam. Look at that! And then inside the fitted foam is the actual bottle itself, Beautiful. with its uh, correct adornment of Monkey in Paradise vodka. Now, now the the uh, I think an an obvious uh, you know way connect connection is that okay, it's a fun brand. Not a premium necessarily. It's not going to taste good. It's won every taste contest that you've been in, right? Yeah, we've been doing very well with the competitions. We won the double gold medal at San Francisco. San Francisco. I remember that. Yep. But most recently, 60 days ago, we won top vodka in the market, the New York World Spirits Competition. Number wow. one. Wow. So that got us 
It's a good vodka. That guy's, I mean, I, that guy's national and international press and publicity. And, and But how does that correlate now? Because that's a very complicated business oh. as far as distributorship and retail and being on premise and having folks carry you. Because you don't have the resources. You know, it's all kickback city like anything else. You don't have the resources in this company to take care of the distributors and such and those major accounts, you know, like, say, a, a Smirnoff would. Sure. Well, I see their ads during Monday Night Football. They've got marketing dollars behind them. Well, to take a step back, we did our proof of concept here in Palm Beach County with our life savings. Mm -hmm. And we went through that pretty quick. I bet. But (laughs) but, but, but let me tell you, we gained traction and the business model was working. The social media, the quality of the product, the lifestyle, the fun, the find your paradise. So it worked. But I knew... We needed some leadership mm-hmm. that has already done this because you need to know those distributors. You need to know those major decision makers. You need those salespeople. And my business partner, Frank, and I did not know those people. We've never done it. We, we, we got into this on, on a whim. So I knew we needed to find some key people. Mm-hmm. And we were able to find the CEO and founder of a large bourbon company. Mm-hmm. He came on board as our CEO. He's fantastic. I mean, he... And helped us raise the necessary capital, helped us with distributor relationships. And we went from Palm Beach County to the entire state of Florida. This thing's taking off now. Entire oh, state I mean, of Georgia. We're, we're, we're in the air now. We're at cruising altitude. Yeah. We're in all of Texas, Pennsylvania, New Jersey now, Connecticut. So I knew we needed the right people because that's a really important part of business. We could have kept doing it on our own. It probably gotten there, but it would have taken four times as long. And he said that to me. One of the challenges, I said, you know, so where are you at in the process? And he said, you know, I, we, we need people who have done this before. That was a complete signal to me. I made one phone call. I put him together with a guy that I know that was the global leader for Stoli. Mm-hmm. Global. Global mm-hmm. CEO. Global Stoli CEO. Nacha. So, you know, for me, the litmus test is, all right, who do you know in the space that can validate it? I brought this guy in. The guy validated is on their board now, is working through stuff with them. Because when you recognize something that's working, that all you need to do is scale. And, and so we're involved in which, you know, whatever way we can be involved in with, we want to have fun in scaling it. That's what we like to do. And, and so philosophically, though, when you start with something and say this is working, mm-hmm. now i got to put the right people around it. I love that you said that because there is no business – that, st- that continues to grow as an island. Somebody right. thought of it, somebody had the vision, right. and then they put the right people in the right seats, and people talk about all that time, you know, talk about it all the time, about the right seats on the buses and stuff like that. But when you're young and invincible, you know, you could have the attitude Fearless. that says, oh, you know what, I can do this. I you, don't, you, know. you, can be, you can either be ballsy or stupid or both. Right. He's doing, he's playing the role in the company that he is born to do. Do you feel that way, Alex? Absolutely. Do, do every day, do you feel like, you know what, this is, I didn't know how or why, you know, because you're not from here. You're a Western New Yorker like me, even more so, even more Buffalo. You find yourself here, you look around the universe, is showing you signs, indicators, you pay attention, you listen, and what you did was listen to the fact that, hold on, there's something here with a stupid little plastic trinket monkey that hangs on the side of my dad's Harvey Wallbanger in 1978, and here we go. Do you feel like this is your purpose? I do, because... I'm doing what I love all the time. And I said it before, I tied in my interests, my hobbies, and my passion to the marketing of the business. Did you find it or did it find you? It found me. 
But, but he, you have to recognize when it finds you. I think yes, a you lot do. of people have a hard time doing that. And there's really nobody else that could be as genuine and authentic about having fun about the brand than a guy who said, I'm going to bet every dollar I have. Yeah. Everything I own in this world. Because when we early on, we had but some he's conversations. A that was a big risk. But he's, like, he's a risk he goes, taker. Dude, this has to work. <laughs> it has to work or you're going to starve. Sure. And... The other important thing is to bring in those key people soon enough because if you're in trouble, those key people aren't going to bring you on. They aren't going to come right, on board right. with you. So, exactly so you right. have to bring them on soon enough and, yeah. know, and know when you've taken yeah. the business to people want to the max you, you can, I guess. They want to board the aircraft on the tarmac, yeah. not during turbulence at right. 30,000 That's a really feet. good analogy, by Well, the way. he's an aviation That's guy. That's a really good analogy. Thank you very much, Steve. But every single business will experience turbulence. Of course. It's having the right people to navigate through those that say, hey, been there, done this. Here's what we need to do. Do a little less of this, a little more of this. And then all of a sudden, clear skies ahead. Mm -hmm. um, so, so for me, you know, the fact that I could bring a dear friend of mine to the party and he calls me up and says, you know, they're not, it's not an easy road, but these guys could make it. These guys could actually, you know, and we like those long-term bets, you know, in terms of getting involved with the right people, with uh -huh. the right attitude. The product's good. I can actually drink the product, which yeah. I do. Well, you've been known to have a vodka or two. Just one or Yeah, me too. I go through the product. I won't lie to you. I go through it pretty quick. It's a me, pretty, me too. It's a, it's a pretty palatable To me, pour. it's just the time of day that changes. Understood. <laughs> understood. I'm, I'm distracted. Can we zoom in on Steve's uh, pocket square for the Facebook Live, please? That's a tremendous pocket square today. I've never done this before. I just want people to see uh, that he is profiling with that pocket square. And you today in a blazer well, looked a million dollars coming from... Try. Uh, well, it's, it's luncheon season. I've got, now we're raising money. We're... I've got five jackets the same color because <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm not that guy. You know the one that you're like, why do you have five the same color? Anyway, back to, uh, back to our friend Alex. Where's your blazer? Oh, you don't I, have to I, wear I one. I feel left out. <laughs> you don't have to wear one. You Alex, don't have to wear one. No, no we're talking about you know, taking a monkey shirt. Look at it. You got Show the monkey the in paradise. Right, you go. MIP, for those that want to find out more, it is monkey in paradise. Uh, check the social media. Check online. Steve was like, you bet every dollar. But like, I know you. Right. I met you at Mar-a-Lago poolside. I can't believe I was still allowed in there. This was uh, 2013, 14, 2014. It was January 2014. And I remember it well. And then I come to, you know, you and I became buddies, but you are authentic to the brand because I see you out Friday night. You got, you know, a couple of buddies with you and there's a couple of female friends that are with them and everybody's That's social. And the young ladies are probably, you know, 22, 23. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, my man, my man, I feel you. But it's a good you, age. But you are you are a risk taker in that you're always on a speedboat. These people are not. You're always on an experimental aircraft. These other people are not. You fly on your own plane. So you live a life a little bit more full throttle, a little more oh, danger. totally well said. Than the guy that would say, hey, yes. we're going to launch a, uh, this is a social brand, get social. And he's home at 5 p.m. because he's got the wife and the three kids in soccer practice. You are a little bit more of the Richard Branson Correct. If you will. Correct. But just to be clear, I don't own these airplanes, boats. Oh, no, I'm or, aware. But you know how to fly them. You know how to drive them. you know how to fly them. Correct. It's people yeah. that really support the brand in me and the vision and the hard work. Yeah. So it's a really cool Listen, thing. Just the thing in your condo, the simulator, was cool as could be. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there. He's <laughs> taking a, put you in he's the, actually in studying. The VR. On the, you know, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I do drive at a professional level, yeah. fly at a professional level. Yeah, you're, you're, you are. You're kind of like the Richard Branson uh, 
model. The poor version. The poor. You're the. You're the. For now. You're Walmart's great value version of Richard Branson. Yeah, I like that. You're. Uh, you're. You're a uh, Richard Ranson. We'll just flip the B and the R. I like that. It is Monkey in Paradise. It is available now uh, all over South Florida. But you said Pennsylvania, Texas. Well, the other states now you're being distributed in as well? Georgia. Georgia. New Jersey. Jersey. Connecticut. All right. We said Texas. Or- in Texas, Texas and Pennsylvania. yeah. So it's happening fast, and so, I'm so living just, on the road. Just for the record, uh, Texas is the home of what was the number one uh, vodka, which was Tito's. Mm-hmm. You know, and now for them to get in that state and compete against. Well, I think Tito's is still the, 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 the number one selling in the nation. Yeah, they are. And they've yeah, done an yeah. awesome job yeah. for sure. And, and growth. And I mean, they're a good model. to. Well, emulate. he has the right name. Right. Tito Beverage. Yeah. Tito Beverage is the man. It's not uh, hard to believe. So we're, we're not trying to misrepresent that no, MIP no. is on a, on a scale of growth. But and, it's coming. No. But, but, but listen, every, you know, everyone came from somewhere. And in the case of Mr. Beveridge, that was a loan on his credit card advance to start a little distillery. In the case of Alex Cowton, it was a plastic monkey to know whose drink was who. Because, frankly, you know, Alex has some sketchy friends. He didn't want to put his lips on the same glass as Buddy's lips were on. Because you know where those lips have been. And, you know, Alex, knock on wood, avoided, avoided coleslaw. Uh, coleslaw. I can tell so you. So all this fall. You don't want to screw it up now. So, really, this is as much a health prevention tool. Well, I can tell I, I, you the, the board in our building. Right. Really has a lot to say about Alex. Oh, right? your pregame? Are you getting kicked <laughs> out of the building? Good, good or bad? Oh, you know, man. Are you getting kicked out of the building or no? Now no, I'm, I'm well liked now. now I, was a, I, well I, was a, I was a distinguished speaker yeah. nice. in the building, actually. Yep. Yeah. Young entrepreneur. Yep. Yes. The fascinating thing about Alex is if you know him at all, and I've run into him at events and I've run into him at parties and whatnot, and then he'll be with some friend of his and he'll pull me aside. He'll be like, So the person I'm with tonight, um, his father killed Al Capone. <laughs> Or the, the the woman that's a friend of mine I'm here with tonight, uh, actually her husband is uh, is is Jermaine Jackson. Like it's just always some random. Like it's kind Which of is what you would like expect. A, of. But it's just your 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 life is Richard Branson. You're you're yeah you're you're Richard Branson. You're like Forrest Gump meets Richard stick. Branson meets Steve Jobs. I try to keep it interesting, you know. Oh, you L- do life, that? life short, so, so the, the best, make the most of it. The best part for me was when we first met and he told me the story. There was total humility. Mm-hmm. There was not like, look, He's a at, Western New look York at what guy. I did and look at what I'm doing. And he ain't done nothing I, yet. I own He's a vodka there. brand. It's the, the absolute opposite. He's more welcoming, you know, hey, come along for the ride. We're invited to every single thing that happens. And, you know, I can't. He likes that. to bring people together. The yeah. thing that the three of us have in common is, well, you guys like people. I don't like people. But if I'm drinking, I like to bring people together. I like to connect you with him. I like him to know how many times I'm like, you should meet this guy. You, he should meet you. We all have that in common, and that's why we all get to be, I guess, successful, because the universe rewards us for not looking out for ourselves, but instead knowing when others should know others. So, so the, um, there's a Steve Jobs quote from early on in his career where he talks about... Who? Steve Jobs. Remember him? Doesn't ring There's this thing no. on the back of the phone that he created... Uh, um, oh, he stole that another from the, icon uh, from the British. Another uh, icon. Oh, you mean the guy that stole the uh, the logo from the British record company? Uh, oh, yeah, right? okay, I know oh, what you're talking um, about. Okay, is they that settled the, that the Beatles logo or Apple Apple, Apple Records? records. Yeah, Apple Studio. Um, his quote was: "Most people just never ask for help. Just ask." Ah. If you Google that, uh, Steve Jobs' interview will come up, That's and he help. goes, "You know, when I was young and I was doing this, I was 12 years old. I called up somebody. I asked. He asked for help." It's a validation of us as entrepreneurs do not need to be great at everything. We need to know how to know what we're best at, 
do it and ask for the help. Ask for help. This was a fast 32 minutes. Holy Alex, cow, it's over already. It's Isn't over. That's, <laughs> hey, that, normally, normally that's what your girlfriend said. <laughs> wow, I'm too slow. And this is all over the world, dude. <laughs> you, you do know this is what I do for a living, just in case you didn't know. You are a model of uh, dream it, do it, of uh, go ahead and create your own opportunities in life. And that's why you and I get along. Proud of your success. Happy for you. Monkey in paradise. Uh, try the vodka. It's available at fine retailers uh, like uh, Total uh, Wine and Spirits, ABC, and others, and a lot of fine on-premise locations. Uh, MonkeyInParadiseVodka.com, M-I-P, right? That's right. For the web- and the social media at? At Monkey in Paradise. Alex Cowden, former uh, Western awesome New Yorker guest, as well. Huh? Awesome guest. Not, not terrible, not terrible. And we didn't even have a shot yet. No, not yet, but we are about to. We will. I, I was drinking earlier. I had a little <laughs> photo shoot earlier. Uh, Steve, uh, tell us something good as we put a bow on number four five on this edition here as we get so closer he, and closer to fame. Here's something good. I called a friend of mine uh, who lives in Simi Valley, um, who is one block away from complete disaster in L.A. All right. Um, if you have anything that you can offer the people out there, they need help. So send money, send clothes, send whatever you Go through got. your closet. Go through your closet. Furniture, clothing, Give things. It. These people are all starting over from nothing. these people are done. Baked. Burnt. They're starting and from nothing. It's you know it's really terrible. So something good is that if you can do it, send it out there. Our thanks again, Alex Cowton. See, want to do it again? Want to go for four six? We're gonna do four six. Right, we're, we're getting four, close six. to fifty. Get the book, hardcover, paperback, audio book as well. For Steve Nudelberg, Josh Cohen, saying thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast.